0: Well, hello, it is Monday, July 17th, 2023, Monday, July 17th, 2023, Slava, Ukraine, Heroium Slava, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast, that's what you Google to find me, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, those four words, I'll show up right at the top of the search, man, do I, have I told you how much I appreciate you coming every day? Really nice of you, thank you so much. Uh, if you can, uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at cyberclubs, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on the Twitter. Or, you know, give me a news article that I haven't been covering, something. Or say hi. Whatever you want. is cool. Um, let's start with uh, uh, Ukraine and some news that uh, you who listened to me knew this was going to happen. You knew this was going to happen because I told you it was going to happen. Two things, two things in today's uh, new Ukraine news. Um, <clears throat> what have we been saying? The Kerch Strait Bridge was going to be targeted by Ukraine. Uh, of course, uh, at first they denied it, right? But we knew it was them. A Ukrainian se- security official has claimed Kyiv's responsibility For an attack on the bridge linked to annexed Crimean Peninsula to the Russian mainland, a vital supply line for Russia's war effort in Ukraine, and a personal project for President Vladimir Putin. Um, This is the second time there was a successful... Attack on the bridge. Uh, there's been several attempts, other attempts uh, with drones and what have you, but uh, this is the second successful attack. Two people were killed and their daughter wounded in an attack, according to Russian appointed officials. Two strikes were reportedly carried out around 3 a.m., uh, local time, their time, which was uh, 8 o'clock last night, um, damaging part of the bridge, according to uh, Telegram channel Gray Zone. Which supports the Wagner uh, mercenary group led by Yevgeny Prigozhin. I, you know what? I would tend to believe them because they're sort of they're sort of not happy with the Putin. Anyway, explosions were heard around 3:04 a.m. and 3:20 a.m. local time. Russia's transport ministry said on Telegram there is damage to the roadway on spans of the Crimean bridge. Uh, Vladimir Konstantinov head of the State Council of the Republic of Crimea, blamed the damage to the bridge on a Ukrainian attack. He said the railroad track was not damaged by the strike. And you know what? I think we really need to take out the railroad track. That's the most important part to take out. Russia's National Anti-Terrorism Committee said uh, today, Ukraine attacked the Crimean bridge overnight using unmanned drones on the water's surface. Uh, Russian Foreign Ministry spokesperson Maria Zakharova accused Ukraine of carrying out an attack on the bridge with the involvement of the United Kingdom and the United States. She said today's attack on the Crimean Bridge was carried out by the Kiev regime. Uh, this regime is a terrorist and has all the hallmarks of an international organ- organized crime group. Decisions are made... I'm sorry. I sometimes I just gotta laugh. Decisions are made by Ukrainian officials and military with the direct participation of American and British intelligence agencies and politicians. The US and Britain are in charge of a terrorist state tr- structure. <clears throat> if a country is defending its uh sovereignty by an illegal attack of another country, that other country loses loses all credibility. They cannot claim any attack on them is a terrorist attack. You can't do that. That's the stupidest thing we've ever heard. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Moving on. It seems Russia is halting participation in the Black Sea grain deal that allowed war-torn Ukraine to ship grain through the Black Sea uh, to ports of of the world uh, struggling with hunger Uh, which is dealing a blow to uh, global food security after Moscow's invasion last year sent prices soaring. Uh, If you've been watching the market today, I'm guessing grain markets and sunflower oil would be up because Ukraine supplies a lot of sunflower uh, stuffs. Sunflower seeds, sunflower oil, sunflower, you name it. Uh, Dmitry uh, Peskov. A spokesperson said today the russian spokesperson said the black sea agreements cease to be valid today unfortunately the part of the black sea agreement concerning russia has not been implemented so far so its effect is terminated adding that moscow would immediately return to the deal as soon as the russian part of the agreement is fulfilled Uh, Pesky-Peskov said the decision not to renew the deal was unrelated to the overnight attack on the Kerch Strait Bridge, which he called a terrorist act, and blamed it on Ukraine. Uh, The White House says Russia's suspension of the Black uh, Black Sea grain deal, which has allowed the export of grain from Ukraine, will worsen food security and harm millions. White House National Press uh, Security Council spokesperson uh, Adam Hodge said in a statement, We urge the government of Russia to immediately reverse its decision. Uh, The United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres says he deeply regrets Russia's decision to end the Black Sea grain deal, including the withdrawal of Russian security guarantees of navigation in the northwest part of the Black Sea. He added that he was disappointed that the Russian Uh, President uh, Vladimir Putin ignored his proposal to extend the Black Sea Grain Deal, and it highlighted that the UN will try to facilitate unimpeded access to global markets of food and fertilizers from Russia and Ukraine. What I think needs to happen is uh, U.S. transport ships, European transport ships, has to go to the uh, uh, northwest, that northwest corridor, and start picking up the grain for Ukraine. If Russia attacks these private companies that belong to the EU and the U.S., there will be severe consequences. Meaning that you are the one that uh, uh, that decided to start World War III. Russia would be the one. Um, and, and, of, of course, uh, Spain, Germany, France, all the majors... I have denounced Russia for not continuing the Black Sea grain deal. And of course, this is going to hurt Russia exports as well, right? They're going to have to export to the east. They're going to have to cut their grain prices immensely. And of course, India, it hasn't happened yet, but India, of course, is going to, oh, we'll take all your grain and then they'll resell it on the international market, you know, at a profit. India, always willing to help Russia. If they can make a profit, I'm, I'm going to really fucking hate India. You know, I. Not to mention all the goddamn phone calls, I uh, spam calls, I keep getting. Right, I, I sometimes get I get twenty a day. Some of them come from China, by the way, in Hong Kong. Some of them come from there too. So, anyway, Ukrainian officials in Kharkiv and uh, Kherson, or Har- Kharkiv and Kherson have reported civilian deaths due to Russian missile attacks in the regions over the past day. At least one civilian was killed and at least five were injured in Russian strikes in Kharkiv region, according to the governor, Ole Senehubov. He said in a statement on uh, Telegram, three men ages uh, of 40, uh, 41, 30, and 33 were injured and hospitalized. Uh, their condition is moderate. A 56-year-old civilian received help on the spot. Uh, the governor, her son, Alexander Prokudin, also said in a statement on Telegram that Russian missile attacks led to the death of one person, while nine people, including two children, were wounded. Ukraine's deputy defense minister Hanna Mylar, wrote on uh, Telegram that Ukrainian forces are trying to advance towards the cities of Berdyansk and Melitopol in the countries or Milit- uh, Melitopol uh, in the country's south. She said Ukrainian forces had recaptured nearly 11 square miles, uh, or uh, 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 4.2 square miles, in the past week, and they pushed toward the cities, bringing the total territory recaptured there to nearly 180 square kilometers, which is like 70 uh, uh, square miles. So, we talked about the Kerch Strait Bridge. You know, I've been saying that that they would be attacking that, right? So which brilliant military strategist told you the Kerch Strait Bridge and Melitopol would be the key to taking back Crimea? And that's what they would be going. "Who, Who is it among us that has been saying this for months? Hmm... Deputy Defense Minister Hany Myler said on Telegram messaging app that in the past week, Ukraine troops have made advances every day on the southern flank around Bakhmut and overall during the counteroffenses against occupying Russian forces. They have liberated an area of 31 square kilometers, which is like uh, 12, 12 square miles, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world uh i I like it when I, I like it when I'm right about things long before the uh, rest of mainstream media says anything about it. I like it when that happens uh on Friday, I was uh on the on the lines of, of the strikes over at, uh, Warner Brothers Studios in Studio City. I was out there in the heat. uh if you're curious what I look like, an AP photojournalist followed me around. As I spritzed people with my little water bottle, little water spray bottle to cool them off in 94 degree heat. It's going to be hotter today, much hotter, Uh, and this week. I mean, it's supposed to be hitting around 100. Uh, Fran Drescher made her rounds to several studios, and I saw her there at Warner Brothers, surrounded by the news media. And there were dozens of people that I recognized from TV. You know, those people you always see on TV and film, but you don't quite know their name. You see them all over the place, old and young. They're they're very very. uh, uh, You know what? It's normal here in Hollywood. You see people uh, at the grocery store or wherever, and you go, "Yeah, I know them from something." Can't quite figure it out. (laughs) Rosario Dawson was there longer than most to show her support. I saw her too, though she stayed in the shade much uh, much of the time. She wasn't marching with a sign. But she was there for support. Uh, The actor's three-year contract expired on Wednesday uh, um, at 11.59 p.m. after an extension from uh, uh, June 30th as negotiations with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, the AMPTP, continued. But what is this about, you're asking? Why is the AMPTP not being honest with what they want? because they are colluding. Uh, from what I understand, and this is not confirmed, from what I understand, uh, and, and, and you won't hear this anywhere else, according to a source that I had, the big streaming companies have a deal uh, with the Teamsters that they don't really like. Within that Teamsters contract is a clause that says that if any other strike against them lasts more than 100 days, that they can renegotiate their Teamsters contract. We are on day 76. That means another 24 days until they are serious about negotiating. I do not have the uh, sources, and uh, as in the money, uh, like a major news organization to check my information sources. So it's possible I was misinformed. But if true, this is just another bit of news that I've given you long before any mainstream media has, um, but uh, we shall see if it's true. If, if, if they begin negotiating on day 100 or right around there, you'll know why it happened, okay? Uh, Duncan uh, Crabtree, Ireland, uh, national executive director and chief negotiator for SAG-AFTRA said, we're going to make sure that acting can be sustainable uh, sustainable career choice for people. Not just the 100 most famous celebrities in the world, but for the whole large population of our membership. They should be able to make a living and, you know, pay a mortgage or pay rent like everybody else. The problem is, uh, and this is me speaking, the problem is digitizing background has been going on for many years, taking away work for people. Most of those you see get paid once and never see a residual, a a residual. And it's usually minimum wage. I'll give you an example. I was on this gladiator type short, right? And what they did was they they, uh, put the us in the crowd, uh, in the stands, right? And uh, sparsely. And then they, they would shoot some film. And then they told us to move to a different seat. They would place us in different seats and so on and so forth. And they would shoot some more footage. And then they would combine them, right? If you see a group of people on TV or in a movie, you see digitized virgins. They'll pay 25 people, then move them around and combine video to make it look like there's more people there. So instead of hiring hundreds, they hire a couple of dozens. And now... With AI, they won't even have to do that. They can recreate the entire group of people. Less actual work for people, and they can refu- reuse images and video of minimum wage workers forever. And and I would say, I would say that, it, that a good negotiating tactic would be, uh, or, or issue, would be to... Um, not allow any background to be reused for multiple shows. Their, their, their likeness to be reused for multiple shows, you know, placed in the background for one reason or another. Uh, the union also objects to how compensation for actors, particularly residual checks, which they typically receive for several years after appearing in a TV series, has been severely eroded in the age of streaming technology. One of the guys I I, I knew that got got that lucky break in background acting uh james michael tyler james michael tyler you don't recognize the name but if any of you have seen friends you've seen him right on 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 the uh um one of the first days of shooting of the friends in the first season um there was this this uh uh, this guy he's he's in the background and they're walking around and saying, "Okay, you, you go, you stand over there in the corner. You sit down over there. You sit over there. You over there against that wall. Uh, you wait in line getting some coffee. You with the funny hair get behind the bar." That was James Michael Tyler. He was uh, um, uh, he worked uh, as uh, uh, a Gunther on the set. He was Gunther on Friends. Now, for the first couple of years, he's dead now. Sadly, we lost him a couple of years ago. Uh, and I was really saddened by that. He was so young. I mean, he was such a nice guy, too. Uh, and and uh, uh, I, used to, I, I used to see him uh, around the neighborhood that I, that I hung out in all the time. And he would just talk, talk to anybody. He was such a nice guy. Anyway, those first couple of years, he was getting known internationally for being on Friends. Because he had these these unusual looks when Rachel came in. They started giving him his character some 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 stuff uh, to deal with. But he all he got paid for, he didn't get residuals for anything. All he got paid for was the day rate. He got like a, a couple hundred dollars a day, maybe, maybe $150 a day. He wasn't making very much. It was only after he started having lines that he started making money. And then he would start getting residuals but for, only for those episodes that he had lines or interaction with, with the uh, characters, right? Or if they, they talked about him or, or something like that. I always thought there would, uh, a great uh, spinoff would have been a Gunther spinoff. I always thought that would have been a great idea. But that's the point. Now, uh, he's dead. But if he were alive, he would be losing all these residuals because streaming is what's showing the Friends episodes now. They're not being broadcast on TV. He doesn't get, he wouldn't get paid for them. I, I'm using him, him as an example because he's dead and and I don't want to talk about anybody who's living. Uh, and that's probably a little unfair. But it, it, it's to prove a point that the people who are are living are losing massive amounts of money that they were promised as residuals. But now their shows are not getting Uh, uh, direct-to-TV. They're getting streamed. Drescher pointed out that actors' strike comes as workers across industries are demanding fair pay and working conditions from employers that lavish executives with multi-million dollar salaries and bonuses and direct their profits to shareholders who do nothing, who sit on their asses doing nothing while cutting employees' hours. I I added the asses part. Uh, Uh... Paid sick time and wages, they don't get. Uh, Drescher pointed out studios plead poverty, that they're losing money left and right when they're giving hundreds of millions of dollars to their CEOs. CEOs like Bob Iger used to make a few dozen times more money than his lowest wage employee. Now makes an estimated 400 to 1,400 times what his lowest wage worker makes. Depending, depending on how you, you run the numbers. Uh, CEOs back in the 80s, they weren't making this much money 400 to 1,400 times more money than the lowest paid employee. I've always said, I, I want to start my own production company where I can, where I, in writing, will say I would never make more than 30 times my lowest paid employee, that it would be against uh, the corporate rules. You know, which isn't very much. Anyway, Uh, obviously, I'm with sag After I'm with the WGA. I I mean, I don't belong to them, but I support them. And hopefully, I will belong to them in the near future. We'll see. Moving on to North Korea. North Korea's Kim uh, Yo-jong, who really needs to get to TikTok to learn how to put makeup on. I mean, she could look so much prettier. I just say that every time because I know it annoys some of you. Uh, She's the sister of leader Kim Jong-un. She said today that the United States should avoid any foolish act that could put its security at risk and rejected offers of talks as a ploy. Uh, Kim made her comments after White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said the U.S. remained concerned that North Korea would carry out another intercontinental ballistic missile, test after it last week fired an ICBM off its coast. Kim said in a statement carrying, uh, carried by KCNA, which is the uh, Korean Central News Agency, uh, the U.S. Uh, should stop its foolish act of prov- uh, provoking the DPRK, uh, uh, people, the something People's Republic of Korea, I forget what it is, Uh, even by imperiling its security. Uh, She criticized U.S. plans for a nuclear-armed ballistic missile submarine to visit South Korea and said that such efforts to increase extended deterrence would only push Pyongyang further from the negotiating table. Kim, a powerful ruling party official who rejected U.S. calls for unconditional talks and said that Washington was wrong if it believed North Korea's disarmament was possible. She said, it is a daydream for the U.S. to think that it can stop the advance of the DPRK and furthermore, achieve irreversible disarmament through the interim suspension of joint military exercises, halt to the deployment of strategic assets, and the reversible sanction relief. Uh, Now, she said, (laughs) uh, stop the advance of the DPRK, uh, North Korea. I I just want to say, if you go to a satellite image of North Korea, or the region, rather, not just North Korea, but the region, you can see the borders. Uh, Make sure it's a night satellite image. You can see the borders of North Korea by the ending of light pollution. I'm not kidding. It's like if you go over the United States and you see, uh, uh, and you get to... uh, some of the large areas of the national parks where there's no lights, and you can see the border of the national park because there's no lights there. That's what all of North Korea looks like, except for, I think, one or two cities that has some lights. All of North Korea. They have not advanced much in the last 50 or 70 years, I guess, since since the early 1950s, right? So their advancement is only... In the major city, that's it. Uh, The rest of the country is just starving. Today, Alabama lawmakers convened a special session tasked by the court with adopting a new redistricting map by the end of the week. The directive comes after a surprise U.S. Supreme Court ruling that affirmed the lower court's ruling that Alabama's existing congressional map with a single black district likely violated the Voting Rights Act. Remember, we did that story, was it last week or the week before? we did that story. The Supreme Court, remember? The group of voters who sued the state and won before the Supreme Court have proposed the creation of a second district where black residents are 50.5 percent of the population, but Alabama Republicans who hold a lopsided majority in the Alabama legislature and will control the redistricting process have not ceded that they must create a second majority black district and have pointed to proposals with lower proposals with lower percentages of black voters. You know, they run the risk of being spanked if they do this. The GOP majority will release their proposed map today, I believe. House Speaker pro tempore Chris Pringle, who serves as co-chairman of the State Redistricting Committee, said on Thursday, even among the plaintiffs suing the state, The meaning of equal opportunity to elect candidates of choice is in dispute, meaning he will try and get one by the Supreme Court decision. The three-judge panel wrote in his 2022 ruling, the appropriate remedy is a congressional redistricting plan that includes either an additional majority black congressional district or an additional district in which black voters Otherwise have an opportunity to elect a representative representative of their of their choice, adding that it will need to include two districts in which black voters either comprise a voting age majority or something quite close to it. Uh, it's seven districts. I, th- I think it's is it seven districts and only one of them was um, uh, d- Democratic which would indicate a, a uh, what, 15%? Is it 15, seven times five is 35, seven times, yeah, about 50, just under 15, like 14%, uh, 14.2%, something like that. But the pop, black population is about 30%. So it's really, really taking away the black vote. The Supreme Court decision sets up Alabama, Alabama's first significant revamp of the congressional districts since 1992, the first time Alabama was ordered by the courts to create a first majority black district because they were partisan gerrymandering, more than partisan gerrymandering. They were trying to stop blacks from voting. They would slice up every single black. This was in 1992. It was the same thing that happened, except they, they had a... Uh, uh, Less. They probably had like 15 percent back then, or maybe 15 or 20 percent, right? Partisan politics underlies uh, uh, the looming redistricting fight. Republicans who dominate uh, elective office in Alabama have been resistant to creating a second district with a Democratic-leaning Black majority or close to one. They could send another, uh, because it could send another Democrat to Congress. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall, who represented the state in the redistricting lawsuit, wrote in a letter to the committee that plaintiffs have initially argued for a fair chance to compete, but now want more. Now they demand a plan that provides not just a fair chance to compete, but instead a guarantee of a Democratic victory in at least two districts. That's what they're going to be arguing in the appeal. I bet you watch and see. Joe Reed chairman of the Alabama Democratic Conference, the state's oldest black political organization, urged lawmakers to compromise with plaintiffs on the plan. He said state lawmakers can either draw a plan that the court will approve or the court will draw it for them, which is what Republicans do in peril to themselves. If they don't put forth an agreeable plan to the court, the court will spank them and draw their own, and they could lose even more. So they need to be careful with what they do, uh, which is likely to happen. Are Republicans doing doing it anyway. Uh, you know those racist white lawmakers don't want any uppity blacks running things in the state. And you know who who's in this state? Speaking of Alabama, I, I remember Tommy Tuberville. The the racist white supremacist, Tommy Tuberville, is in Alabama. He's the senator of Alabama. And like I said, speaking of Alabama, President Joe Biden's administration this week plans to ramp up its fight against Alabama Senator uh, Tommy Tuberville over his blockade of senior military officer prom- uh, promotions. For months, Tuberville, and we've talked about this several times, Tuberville have put, has put a hold on the promotions because of a Department of Defense policy that pays for travel when a service member has to go out of state to get an abortion or reproductive care. And I don't understand why they have to go out of state because an army base is on federal property, are they not? Am I wrong about that? It seems to me that they wouldn't have to go out of state. I, I don't know. I, I, I must be wrong on something with the law here. Uh, it's expected uh, the administration this week is going to really point to, every, uh, uh, to uh, very specific uh, examples of how this hold is affecting everything from the chain of command to military facilities in different states to military families, including in Alabama. The administration will also attempt to draw a line to connect the issue to the presidential race. They will try to show Tuberville and the U.S. House Republicans who passed the National Defense Appropriation Act on Friday, including elimination of abortion, transgender care, and equity diversity programs and services, are a direct correlation with indirect correlation with Trump. Let me say. Republicans are shying away from being connected to Trump. They don't want to be connected to Trump. Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor, speaking on ABC's This Week with George Stephanopoulos, said Tuberville is holding up all of the military promotions that come before the Senate, resulting in the U.S. not having... A commandant, a commandant of the Marine Corps for the first time in 150 years. He said, we are very soon not going to have a chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff or Chief of Naval Operations. This is making America less safe. And why? Because of the attempt to score domestic political points. It just has to stop right from his mouth and calling out Tuberville. And it's going to get louder from here. Tuberville is going to have to give in, or the military is going to get their members to vote against him in the next election. Uh, When is Tuberville up for re-election? You know what, I'll have to check that out. I I haven't checked. Every six years, a senator gets re-elected. Temperatures reached the mid to high 30s Celsius last week in what was named by the Italian Meteorological Society as the Cerberus heat wave. Uh, Cerberus is the dog that guards the gates of hell. I, and that's what's coming. Hell is coming. I've been warning you for over a year now. A temperature of forty-four degree, uh, 44.8, let's just call it 45 degrees Celsius, which is about 113 degrees, was observed in Almeria, Spain on Wednesday. Uh, by Saturday, temperatures were uh, peaking. Uh, 41 degrees centigrade, centigrade in uh, Greece, which is about 106, 44 degrees centigrade in Turkey, but which is about 111, and 39 degrees centigrade, uh, about 102 in southern Germany. Temperatures are set to intensify this week as heatwave Sharon develops, and uh, just like hurricanes, they're calling heatwave, they're naming heatwaves now, um, and in some locations may approach European records the heat has been building as a result of a large area of high pressure another heat dome across central parts of the mediterranean and even hotter conditions will develop as a surge of high temperatures moves in from north africa the hottest places will be across spain italy greece and parts of the balkans The Italian islands of Sicily and uh, Sardinia may approach 48 degrees centigrade on Tuesday and Wednesday, close to all-time European record of 48.8 set in Sicily in August 2021. Remember, 48.8 degrees centigrade is Um, 112.6. Record-breaking heat is also expected in Rome, but don't worry. I want you not really to worry. Republicans keep telling me there's no such thing as global warming. (sighs) Moving on. To tell you the truth, I thought this was all due to pumping oil out of the ground, though that might have something to do with it. Who knows? New research shows that persistently pumping groundwater has shifted Earth's axis. Below the Earth's surface lies over a 1,000 times more water than all the rivers and lakes in the world. But in many areas of the world, groundwater is being extracted faster than the rate that it naturally recharges, which really means we have to invest in desalination rather than pumping fresh water. And and if that much water is being uh, uh, pumped out, and what, a person drinks a gallon of water a day? I go through more than, a, uh, uh, well, some days I go more uh, more than a gallon of gas a day. I mean, the amount of oil being pumped out uh, of the ground has to have an effect, right? I mean, they're not saying it in this report. They're just talking about groundwater being pumped out. But you'd think oil being pumped out would have to have an effect. And that's what I've always believed. Because that doesn't get replaced. Oil doesn't get replaced like groundwater gets replaced. But groundwater replacement is not keeping up with what's being taken out, that's the problem. A recent study found that humans are pumping so much groundwater that it's not only increasing sea levels, it's actually shifting the entire planet on its axis. Of course, the poles wobble. Just like when you when you, uh, uh, when you you were a kid and you were uh, using a little spinning top toy, uh, maybe that's that's a, a, a 50s, 60s, 70s kid, and not uh, more modern kids that are online all the time. Um, but you would watch the little toy wobble, right? Every once in a while it would slow down and it would go blah, 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 like that. Many factors compu- contribute to the ac- uh, axial wobble, including significantly, uh, uh, including the melting of snow and ice in the Northern hemisphere every spring, which significantly changes the dis- distribution of water mass on earth, extracting groundwater, also redistributes water mass. Now, think about this. A spinning top wobbles as the circumference gets wider. It'll wobble more because that's a destabilizing uh, factor. Um, More water added to the ocean means that the earth is oval because of the water. In other words, the highest mountain on the equator is not as far above sea level as the uh as the same size mountain in the in the northern hemisphere because water bows out as the earth spins are you following me okay uh groundwater naturally exists under continents but about 80% find its way to the ocean through rivers after extraction, therefore shifting all that water mass from Earth's continents to its oceans. And we've been extracting so much groundwater that it caused the Earth's rotational pole to drift by 64.16 degrees east at about 4.36 centimeters per year from 1993 to 2010. But with a natural wobble of several meters... I shouldn't guess, uh, uh, I, I, I guess it shouldn't be concerning, right? It shouldn't be that concerning. I shouldn't have to worry about it. But you never know. You never know what will happen. I, I have another theory about the melting ice caps. Uh, but I'm not going to get into it here. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, Monday. July 17th, 2023 Monday, July 17th, 2023 Uh, Man, I So appreciate you so much I really do Uh, Bring someone with you if you can today or tomorrow PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast That's what you Google to find me I'll show up right at the top of the search Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me At CyberClub C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on the Twitter Uh, Maybe send me a story Maybe say hi, whatever And remember, always remember Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting for Los Angeles.